was you made that right? Yeah, yeah. You're you you I, I did our I did our jingle. Little musical prodigy, little man. I'm so proud of you. Uh-huh. Yeah, I've been working on trying to do like a metal song. It's consuming way more time than it probably should because it's probably not going to be good. But it's been fun. How are those? Uh, the, are, you, are you still doing those throat exercises where you end up coughing up blood? Yeah. It hasn't been going so well the last couple of days because my allergies are acting like a motherfucker. Oh yeah, mine too. Uh, I don't like to do it with 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 the allergies because uh, I can't tell if I'm doing it wrong or if it's allergies. Yeah, I can get that. What? Eventually, I I don't know. I I, I get better every every uh, month or so, I guess. Well, you know that's uh, that's your opinion, and opinions are cheap, and so are we. That's why we're here. There you go. That is why we're here. I forgot to do a good intro. I got I got distracted. I, I feel like you just saved it there. Now the now, <laughs> now the audience knows I now the audience knows I try to be a death metal screamer. Last oh so last week um you said that you want to talk about Alien right? We can talk about Alien. Yeah, I, I like wanna... I like I have opinions. Because you I mean specifically you wanted to talk about Covenant that just came out right? Okay. I don't know. I, I kind of want to talk about. I mean, we can talk about everything. I, I got a. I got a fairly long history with the franchise. Well, that's the thing. I was like meditating on it all week, and I have, I have a lot of opinions about Alien. It's mm-hmm. like we could actually fill a whole show with just that. Do you want? Do you want to try? I mean, do, we, do the listeners want to listen to us talking about Alien, which is like one of my favorite franchises, despite problems. Well, that's the thing. I think a lot of people like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's there's problems, but then there's so many like various media and I mean even the movies are almost different genres each time. Yep, which is one thing I really respect. Yeah. So I guess how how old were you when you when you first saw an alien movie? Let's start there. A movie. I I don't think I've ever watched. Yeah, I don't think I've ever watched a whole movie beginning to end. Until really? I was like uh, eighteen, oh. I don't know. Okay, it, it's like I'll see the a picture of the alien, or I'll see a scene on TV, and it's I'm I'm completely aware what it is, and the little mouth coming out of the big mouth, like all that stuff. <laughs> uh, I always got that, but it was kind of later in my life that I actually sat down and watched Alien. Okay, because I know I started with the with the Kenner toys when I was probably like. Five or six, those were cool. I don't know if you remember those. Yeah. Oh yeah. I had a I had a bunch of them, and I I remember my neighbor's oldest son, who was probably a, a decade older than me at the time, maybe even older than that, was uh was babysitting. And he saw the toys, and he's like, you know, we have the movies. You want to watch them? And it, it was either him or my actual neighbor, but this was the scenario, and I feel like it was his kid because. My actual neighbor was probably not that irresponsible to show like a six or seven year old this gory R-rated movie that's terrifying. Yeah. Um, but and so we brought over Aliens, the second one, and we watched that movie. I don't remember much of the experience, only that I was really fucking enthralled by it. And I was like, "This movie is this this movie's great." Like I'm probably just scared shitless because it's it's very much that. Uh, but yeah, so like the, my experience with the series goes goes back to when I was you know somewhere between probably five and seven or eight, 
I keep moving the goalposts my age because I am old and I drink and don't remember fucking anything. But I remember that ish. And I guess I've I've had you know a connection with this ever since you know between comic books and video games and rules of toys, some of which I don't have anymore, which kind of sucks. Well, it's just it's interesting the way the alien is so everywhere. Because I I mean I think um like when I talked about understanding it i'm sure they've done like parody stuff on animaniacs and the simpsons oh for sure it's like i i you know it's it's part of the culture at this point it it is one of the most like iconic monsters out there which is cool and also a curse because it's no longer scary and i know people shit on i mean the concept is the whole it reproduces basically via rape uh but you know ducks do that too and no one's afraid of ducks well, it's it's rape and murder, though. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's true. I kind of forgot about that part. Um, but I know people people shit on Alien Resurrection and Prometheus for a handful of reasons. But I think one of the things both of those movies do right is that they introduce something very new that can be scary. Like I really like the newborns' design in Alien Resurrection because it's got that uncanny valley thing going for it. And so, while none of the aliens in that movie are scary. This new abomination thing manages to be. Because it's fucking creepy and it's got these goddamn soulful, gross-ass eyes dug back into its skull. Um, And then its relationship with Ripley is very weird and that works really well, I think. Yeah. And so... I I think um, it's... If you look at Alien, you kind of have to turn it into a study on what is fear. Because it has these human elements and it has these really foreign alien... uh, almost no longer biological elements and it, it it puts even the first design kind of puts it in the uncanny valley thing where there's like there's patterns on it where it's like is it half machine why is its teeth yeah. silver it, you know, why is its blood acid but then it crawls around in this way that a, a tiger might stalk or like a, a reptile or something and it's hard to place exactly what's going on and it makes it feel unpredictable it's very almost Lovecraftian, I've heard, where it's it, it's not something that's easily understood. The way it's found, it's, you know, on this crashed spaceship, and they no one knows what it is, there's just all these eggs, and it's like these humans stumbling upon this relic, this ancient relic, and getting involved with something they have no business being involved with. Um, and it took me, you know, many years to actually discover Lovecraft and Lovecraftian fiction, but I, I do get the comparison, and I... I don't know if I completely agree that it's a Lovecraftian monster, but the the concepts are certainly there. Yeah, and it's it's good stuff. I think. Um, I mean, what the, we we mentioned there's like a bunch of different movies, but what which one is your favorite? Like, what defines Alien for you? Um, in terms of like, I mean, a a movie specific version. Probably the second movie. I don't know if it's my favorite, but it's definitely the definitive Alien movie. Um, I think Ripley is at her best. There's there's a lot going on. There's a lot of very human elements in that movie that work very well. The uh, you know the space marines trying to be all badass, and then they when they first encounter the aliens, and it goes just completely wrong, and then breaking apart. You're not breaking down. Um, you know Hudson having his freakouts. It, it's one of those. It feels so relatable and realistic. Like these are this is how people would react in this situation. 
there's nothing badass about it other than Ripley. Like the machismo is, you know, played for laughs or played for uh, uh, thematic reasons. And the the movie just it feels very smart. I like Alien versus Predator for like all the opposite reasons. You like aliens because <laughs> it's not it's not trying too hard to be smart, like at all. Yeah, it is, I don't think it's trying to be smart. I mean, isn't it? I mean, that one might even be PG thirteen, isn't it? The, yeah, the first AVP movie is PG thirteen. Yeah, like it's for me that almost sums up what I like about Alien is the fun half of it. As much as I, I think I appreciate that first movie as like if they never made a sequel or any of the spinoff stuff, I would have been okay with it because that sure. was a masterpiece. You don't think the second one's a masterpiece? I well, it's not. It's not that it isn't, but the first one, like, it's like that could have been it, and it would have been fine. Yeah, I, I almost think, in, in some way, that would have maybe been the better thing because now the the alien doesn't have any lore to it. It's not some hive colony. It's not maybe created by fucking David. Uh, the engineers don't. You know, they're, it's still just the space jockey. Uh, Ripley's. And the cat, you know, we don't know what happens to them. They just, they get away and she sends her message. I mean, there's something very haunting about that being a standalone film. Yeah, and I kind of appreciate having mystery. And the more we see of it, the more I would rather see, well, what would happen if Alien was fighting Predator and then Jason showed up on the season three DLC? Man, if they made like an Aliens versus Predator versus Terminator movie, because I know that was a comic book at one point. I would, um, my uh, ass would be in that seat day one, and I would be like, this is gonna be just miserably awful, but hopefully in the best way possible. Yeah, I feel like, I, I want Alien to either be the scariest thing ever, or the most fun thing ever. That's fair. And I, I just, I don't think it can really be the scariest thing ever anymore. I think that it's too saturated, like you said, it's, it's just part of pop culture now. Well, and, yeah, and you know, I think that was my problem with, uh, covenant was i mean that movie kind of had some weird pacing issues but it felt like uh well it's just i liked prometheus and i liked alien and i feel like uh tnt was playing alien and then like uh fx was playing prometheus and someone was channel flipping between the two and then that's how covenant was made yeah that's a really good summation of that movie especially that last like 20 minutes of it where it's basically just like alien but condensed really fast with a Ripley that's not as good as Ripley. <laughs> and speaking of Ripley that's not as good as Ripley, like she would she would spend scenes like crying or saying that she doesn't know that she's good enough to do this and then like something would happen and she's just like, oh I have to pretend I'm Ripley right now. Okay, charge the guns we gotta move on Bravo unit Swing and then that crane. scene will end and then she's like, oh, I don't I don't know what to do. And it was yeah, like a light switch that the... I mean, she's a good actress. I, I think it was just bad direction or something, or editing. It's probably a bad script, bad direction. I, I don't know if it's yeah. bad direction, because Ridley Scott, like, oh, that motherfucker can frame a scene. Well, he can, he makes, he can frame a he scene. He makes gorgeous movies. It's, I mean, all the shots were great. Everything with the, the aliens, everything with the robots. I mean, I enjoyed the movie. Um... They just had these moments that stick out as like, could could you've done another pass on the editing room or could you not pan over to the head in the bowl eight times? I 
I really want to go back and rewatch it and count because it's probably not as many as I think, but I I so noticed it and it bothered me. It's more than one too many. I, I yeah. I think the it's first time like three. There was a, no. I think it's four. The first time it's great. The second time you're like, oh yeah, that, and then the third time you're like, fuck. It, it, there's a there's an establishing shot where you don't see it, and it's almost implied that that's what's in there, and then it cuts to it, and it's like, oh okay, yeah, there's the head. And then it cuts to it a second time, and I was like, is something going to happen? And it cuts to it a third time, and it's like, that's, yep, that's still there. And mm-hmm. if there is a fourth time, I'm pretty sure I kind of, like, literally rolled my eyes. I know, I know long ago when it came out, we were talking about it, you're like, I wish they would have panned to that at the very end of the movie. <laughs> I kind of yes. do, because that would have been fucking hilarious. Well, that's how the next one should open. It should be like a spaceship oh, flying, God. and it just cuts to that face, and then back to the spaceship, and never go to the planet again. That would be great. My, it's weird. My problems with Alien Covenant are the same problems that a lot of people had with Prometheus, and I'm 100% willing to forgive them with Prometheus, or I just don't see them as problems. Like like the crew being re- really stupid. Yeah, that was weird. Um... um. No one, no one was that stupid in in Alien One or Two, right? No, or even Three. I don't think so. Like, uh, it's been like a while just since brain I've seen dead three. stupid. Like, well, let's just split up. Yeah, like we're in it, the we're basically in the creepy castle for this android, and there's goddamn dead bugs everywhere that he's dissected, and it's like you go take a shower over there, and you go stare into an egg because you called him the devil, and you want him to prove it. But also, like the stuff they're running from when they. They they almost all got killed by the little baby alien. Yeah, it's small and and like weaselly. And then it's like, well, here's a castle that doesn't really have any operating doors, but the robot said we're safe. So let's just you know let's see what happens. Man, put put your guns down, explore. I know that one of the weird things, and this is a completely different topic, but the the alien and um, covenant is way more threatening than the one in the first two movies, and they're supposed to be like. You know, the, it, this is the predecessor. Like, in Alien, the, the chestburster, the little thing, isn't going to kill you. It's a fucking worm. It, it's big thing, at least in the video games and all the probably non-canon horseshit, was like, you know, it goes and hides until it finds food and gets bigger. Like, it's very vulnerable in that state. And even in the first movie, it you know, it goes. that's what it does. It, it fucks off until it gets bigger. So the idea that, like, the little baby comes out and it can just kill, like, three people already... It doesn't. It doesn't really work if you. If this is supposed to evolve yet again into what we see in in the first Alien movie, like it's already better. Its life cycle is shorter. Well, that's kind of the uh, the problem with the Star Wars prequels. That some people complain that the the lightsaber fights are like way too different from the main trilogy. But as a result of the movies progressing, you know. Sure. Yeah, the lightsaber fight in the first Star Wars movie is is pretty abysmal. Like you can tell those. Well, two I think it's fine. It, I, I mean, if you want to read into the lore about it, they you can kind of justify it because there's magic going on that you sure. can't see. But whenever, <laughs> whenever a movie says, "Well, just imagine that something that's not on screen visibly is neat, and that will make the movie better," that's technically <laughs> a flaw since it's a visual medium. Yeah, I think part of it though is action movies of come a long way since star wars was made and i'm just kind of like spoiled by like the raid level of you know kung fu 
Yeah, but even Star Wars wasn't an action movie as much as, like, an adventure. Yeah, but when you got a fucking laser sword, you want to see some cool-ass laser sword. Yeah, and that's, I mean, that's what Darth Maul is, is, hey, what if we gave him twice the laser sword and then, like, sped him up, too? And, and, And that's a great fucking action scene. It's like the only redeemable part of that movie other than the pod race. You know what I would have liked is uh, if Qui-Gon Jinn and Obi-Wan did not fight so well, and then Darth Maul just shows up and does like circles around him, and he like purposefully left Obi-Wan like just to taunt him and flew away. Yeah, I, the problem with that is that, because the way the lightsaber works is like you can't just like take a hit because you're wearing armor or something. It's just going to cut through anything. And so... It's always an all-or-nothing fight, which is really cool, but that's what kind of maybe makes the first movie's fight scene not work so well, is they're going so fucking slow with these things that should not really weigh anything, and all you gotta do is nick them, and you're gonna cut. Well, yeah, I mean, there's there's that, but it's also, like, a lightsaber fight's really just a Japanese uh, play. Go on. It, I've never heard uh, this before. I had, well, I mean... That's that's the whole thing. Like that's what inspired Star Wars was pretty much like Japanese lore and uh, World War Two films. Really? Uh, yeah, I mean that's why that's that's kind of why they have you know laser katanas and they have their code of ethics and they wander the the galaxy as magic Ronin. I never considered the Jedi to be really shitty samurai. Because, I mean, that's um, most of the scenes in that first Star Wars are shot-for-shot remakes of either Japanese movies or World War II dogfight scenes. Like, frame-by-frame, frame almost. Really? I know a yeah, dude I think who there's really a video Star Wars, he's YouTube. never brought that up. It's, well, he, I, I, don't, I don't think real Star Wars fans like to bring up uh, complaints, you know? Look how lazy that first movie was. <laughs> you see that fucking Millennium Falcon Lego toy? It's like 800 goddamn dollars. Yeah. That's, that's I got two right insane. now. That's, that's what I'm sitting on that my computer desk. Mm-mm. I mean, Legos are expensive and they always have not but holy shit. Yeah, that's why I buy Mega Blocks. Like last there week, I bought go. the Alien Mega Blocks because they look cool. Did, did it? Is it come? How, how do you like it? It's well, just a little dude, but I I don't know. It's something <laughs> going back to the design. It's such a neat creature that even in like the dumb Mega Block jointy form. It's like, oh, look how scary this little monster is. He's creeping up on Master Chief. Gonna, oh, yeah, he's going to get him. <laughs> it really... I mean, I don't know how much you... If you've ever really looked into H.R. Giger's work. Oh, dude, that guy... That dude had problems. He's my idol. He's so... He's... The, the, just like It's just like fucked up surrealism is great. He's crazy. I mean, that first alien, the prop was literally made with a human skull inside. Yeah. I was nodding I mean, and realized just... no one could hear me nodding. I I could hear it. This there is HD go. recording. Oh, Brought yeah. to you first by opinionsarecheap.com. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and, and your your shitty cannonball or are you done with uh Oh, actually uh, yeah, I'm still drinking that right now. I didn't want to bring it up, but now that you did. Let me admit to the world I'm still drinking it. I'm I'm glad the world knows. Anyways, I, I Here's the thing with H.R. Giger's paintings. Does that work every time my uh, the, the system's like, hey, you need to change your password? I go, I will, and then I'm going to change my desktop wallpaper. And sometimes I'm like, I want an H.R. Giger painting as my desktop wallpaper. So go to Google, and I type in his name, and then it's just like, oh yeah, most of his paintings are really not safe for work. 
because I don't think my boss would appreciate, you know, a big old industrial-sized plug going into a woman's vagina. Yeah, he had a he had a special kind of style. Or fetish. Well, same thing. No kink shaming here, but it, there comes a point where there's a lot of like orifices meeting metal tubes for that not to be a coincidence. Is that your uh, preview of the review you're going to write for the My Little Pony movie? Oh man, no. I'm probably not going to review that because I won't. I, I won't be seeing that movie. I, I'm playing this straight, motherfucker. I won't be seeing that movie because I'm not going to go into a theater and watch that. I learned my lesson with SpongeBob. Why? What happened to SpongeBob? It was really fucking awkward being like an adult without a kid in SpongeBob, and SpongeBob is like my jam. Except for that movie sucked. Um, but it was just like, holy shit! Look at all these kids and their parents who don't want to be here, and I come in by my goddamn oh, self. Oh, there were kids there. Like, yeah, because I saw it, like, opening weekend, like a dumbass. Well, I did, too, but it was, like, you know, 10 a.m. before anyone goes to theater, so it was, like, just I tried to do me that too. and my friends, really. Like, I was like, we'll go at, like, 9.30, no one will be there, because I was with my brother, who's like, we could be seeing Kingsman, you know? I was like, shh. And, uh, and then, yeah, the, this theater's just, like, full of kids and their parents, and it's like, oh, man, we are so weird. And, like, we were kind of late, so we're, like, looking for a seat that's not by too many children because I don't want to be, like, that creeper dude. Oh, it was uh, it was a fucking haunting experience. I'm going to be seeing a lot more movies because I just bought that movie pass. Have you seen that? Mm-hmm. I or I've heard of it anyways. Wait. It's, like, it's $10 a month, and you can see all movies. Um, I, I feel like that Ugh. is that, like, regional or something? I feel like it has to be. Well, it's it seems to be a uh, like location by location basis because the theater has to sign up on it, and so like I'm kind of lucky where all the theaters I go to are on board, but apparently AMC theaters are actually suing MoviePass to get them shut down. So I'm uh, I'm maybe gonna get like one month out of my, out of my uh, subscription and then it'll go away. No fun allowed. Man, I feel like Ugh. this year's been a really weird year for movies because there's. A lot of people are very happy with everything they've seen, and I've, I've mostly not liked most of what I've seen. And then I'm just like, but my favorite movie this year was Underworld Blood Wars, which was objectively bad. But it was well, Underworld, fun, and I though. loved it. I know, I, I love Underworld so much. That's okay. I forgive you. But there's like, I had like, I had like some core problems with the new Guardians of the Galaxy movie, which really pissed me off, because I loved the first one. And then everyone's oh, like, yeah. oh man, Guardians 2 is so amazing. And I was like, yeah, but what about the fact that the villain sucked? Because other than Kurt Russell being the villain, he kind of sucked. The movie wasn't about the villain, though. Yeah, I know, but he, the villain was kind of important. He was in it for he had a, lot of, a lot of screen time. Well, uh, I mean, you're not wrong, but I really felt like he was more set dressing. I mean, he definitely advanced the plot, but that's, an, that's his own Marvel problem, is they have shitty villains. Well, you know what? I think I, I know you're not the last. Uh, you're not the first or last person to bring that up. Nope. But I've heard a lot of people say that Spider-Man was like the first Marvel movie to not have that problem because they made the Vulture a human being with human problems instead of oh, just cool. I haven't seen the bad yet. guy. You know, sure. And it's like I I haven't seen it either. I might with my movie pass. <laughs> but. Yeah, I mean, you're not wrong to complain about Guardians that way. I, I feel like the other complaint about Guardians... But I didn't see it as a problem. Is, no, that's fair. I feel like the other complaint is that the, the Gamora Nebula thing... Um, that was forced. It felt very tacked on. It was nothing. 
yeah, it, it's like it, they try to make a big thing out of it, like a half an hour before the movie ended, just to be like, oh, these two characters exist. We, we forgot. Don't worry. Um, yeah, they almost didn't need to. No, it, it really did nothing for it. I, I really, lo- I mean, there's things about that movie I really liked, and I'll eventually, you know, go buy it on on the DVDs or Blu-rays or whatever, and and watch it again and have fun. But it's just like the first movie I thought was damn near perfect. And then this one wasn't, and that really bummed me out. That's fair. That first one was perfect. Mm-hmm. Did you like Wonder Woman? Yeah, I really liked Wonder Woman. Well, how come... How How could you like that movie? I feel like... Is that like a rhetorical question, or are you... You probing? What? Well, no, are, are you just... Are you a traitor to all men, or what? <laughs> I, I don't. That's my one problem with Wonder Woman is the same problem as Ghostbusters is the marketing turned into a political statement, and really it's like no, just watch the movie. It's good. That should be yeah. it. Yeah, man, the internet really made a fucking deal out of out of Ghostbusters, and I actually saw that a couple months ago for the first time. I had a lot of goddamn fun. I liked it. I I did too. I, I, I think, think my gonna... review. Uh, how did I put it? My review of the new Ghostbusters movie was it's just as fun as Ghostbusters 2 and it's lacking the charm of Ghostbusters 1. Okay. I I guess I can't Which really Ghostbusters comment. 2 lacks the charm. It's sure. like they I, I haven't they, seen they build... either in so long. Well, it's just the first movie's cute because you see them put everything together and go somewhere with it. And then the sequel is more the same. And then this sure. new reboot is more the same. Because we already know, yeah, that Marshmallow Man, yeah, we, we get it. Yeah, they're going to they're gonna get slimed. Yeah, we get it. It's like they didn't actually bring anything to the table. And they were almost, they were banking on you being a Ghostbusters fan and also banking on you never seeing either of the movies so that you enjoy the ride. Yeah, it, that that seems like a really fair review of that. They were also banking on the star power, but I feel like that was a, a legit thing, too, because that movie has some good star power, and whether you like Melissa McCarthy or not, I feel like she was really good in that movie, and so were the supporting characters. They were all characters. good. Yeah, it was I mean, I did not like Melissa McCarthy, and this did, is the first time that I liked either. her. It's like, oh, she can be funny? I want to see that. Mm-hmm. Do, do more of that. Yeah, I... I feel like the the ending, like, climactic, like, big fight scene where they had, like, crazy-ass weapons was maybe a bit much... Um, yeah, but that was more of a symptom of the the year that it was made, and I can kind of yeah. forgive that to a point. And I, I mean, you're not wrong. The spectacle. But it was nothing fun. else. Like for what it was, it was it was good, and I recommend it for a yeah, fun I, movie night. I had, a, I had a lot of fun with that movie. Um, what is it? Chris Evans, the guy that plays Thor. Everybody yeah, knows. he was funny. He was great in that movie. Like that dude's <laughs> got a wicked sense of comedic timing. I, yeah, he does. I actually, um, I have a t-shirt of the hot dog logo, like, over the house. Yeah. Do you remember that? I don't. Like, he he showed up to design the Ghostbusters logo, and he had, like, clip art of a hot dog and clip art of a house. And he was like, yeah, see, it, look, it's spooky because the hot dog's above the house. And, like, why is it there? And they didn't oh. know what to make of it. <laughs> um... I guess we were talking about Alien. Should we, should we jump back to that? Uh, let me see. Oh, you know what I wanted to talk about, really? Like, not just Alien, but I brought up AVP. 
Alien does crossover stuff really well. I guess like I comics. haven't seen like the Alien with Batman or Alien with Terminator or Judge Dredd because I'm pretty sure that was a thing. Yeah, that sounds about right. I've I've, I've seen the Did Alien see Mortal Kombat Predator stuff. There's an Alien in Mortal Kombat. Well, see what what they did that <laughs> I kind of like this in Mortal Kombat, the most recent one. Uh, one of the characters that they didn't bring back was Baraka, who oh, like yeah, that's kind of no, odd. I saw that. that looks fucking awesome. Well, yeah, it's like it's weird that they wouldn't have Baraka, and they they even bring him up in the story, and he gets killed off. So then they did the DLC announcement trailer, and it's like here's the scene with Baraka, but instead of the scene playing out the same, then a chestburster comes out. And it's like they retooled his kit, but made him an alien. And so, and that game also had Predator in it. So you can have Alien yeah. versus Predator in Mortal Kombat with that visceral violence and stuff. And it's just perfect. I legit almost bought that game because of that. I have no idea what actually yeah. stopped me. Because now I kind of want to go buy it. Now that you reminded me it exists. You can get the Game of the Year edition for cheap. Like, seriously. I should go buy that. Fuck. I think Alien the only Predator other... Is a, is a lot of fun. Because there's, there's three yeah. video games. Most people don't know that. There was one that came out in 99, one that came out in either 2000 or 2001, and then one that came out in 2010. So, and, which wasn't AVP3, it was just AV, Aliens of Predator. They re, you know, reboot the, the franchise or whatever. Yeah. Um, but those are like some of my favorite video games. I really want another one. Like, really want another one. Um, but the whole... The whole franchise is like, like the comic books have. There's been some cool stuff there. Uh, the Dark Horse Fire and Stone comics, which came out two years ago, three years ago now, I think nailed like the level of violence you want in that property really well, which is sort of nonstop. Like, you want characters, kinda, but you're really there to watch everybody just fucking kill each other. And it did a really good job for the three of the four issues, and then the fourth issue got kind of crazy. But I, I recommend that to people who, who like AVP. It's just good. It's fun. It's weird how... Because I feel like fans of Alien can get very pretentious. Like, this is, like, the iconic thing that they're going to define their fandom with. Like, I'm going to be a fanboy of this, and it has to be perfect all the time. But it also, like you said, it really lends itself to just random fucking vulgar violent fun. Is a, is a creature. And I like that it can do both. Yeah, it, and you actually you're right. It really can. Like, I, I said that I like AVP the most because it's dumb fun. And really, it's like... It's dumb fun because there's so much serious story behind it that you can kind of appreciate just how crazy it gets by being that silly. Sure. Have you, have you seen the second AVP movie? No. Um, I forgot there was a second one. Yeah, there's there's a an R-rated one. Oh, I, I'm not allowed people. to see that one. Huh? I'm not allowed to see that. Huh. The uh, it was it's directed by two people. I think the Strauss brothers. They're most up until that point they had like done music videos. Mm-hmm. It's a very it's a very flawed movie. Um, <laughs> but it's like, what if Aliens vs Predator was a teen slasher flick? If you go into it thinking that. It's actually pretty fun, and the only real problem is 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 the uh the the Blu-ray release that they they darkened up a lot of the fight scenes for some fucking stupid reason, so they're hard to follow. So I remember seeing it in theaters and thinking it was like this fucking masterpiece because I was in college and a goddamn dumbass. Um, 
But, you know, going back and watching it, there's some really wonderfully brutal kills in that movie. Did you like Archie vs. Predator? I never read Archie vs. Predator. Because I th- while I, I do comic book reviews, Archie comics have the worst watermarks ever, so I just don't ever bother with them. Oh, you've mentioned that before. Yeah, it's it's the fucking worst. The uh, I think the premise is funny. Like, you could tell somebody, hey, look, Archie versus Predator, and they laugh, and they might buy an issue. But there wasn't actually, like, substance, I It guess. feels like a one-shot. It should have been like, a one-shot. Imagine they dragged it out into five issues. I th- I think I think the one I own has uh like Betty and Veronica and the Predator sharing a Sunday and like Archie's walking into the the ice cream shop going like what am I looking at and it's just <laughs> it's so it's more like uh oh this is great phone wallpaper more yeah. than this is a great comic book I, I kind of feel bad I never I never read it simply because usually with anything with Alien or Predator on it I'm all over unless it really proves itself yeah. to be shitty. There's just but, not much there. It's a shame. Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not familiar with Archie as a property at all. So I think a lot of the charm and the jokes there would be lost on me. I I thought I was, and this all this more recent stuff has gotten so far away from me that it just I feel like an old person that doesn't understand today's kids reading their comic books. Sure. Do kids even read comic books anymore? I mean, they probably uh, do. Well. I'm not sure, because how would you get a comic book? Like, kids watch YouTube, and I, and when I say watch YouTube, I mean, like, literally just people screaming at video games, and not even the content, but just, mm-hmm. just, wow, oh, 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 look at that guy, oh, no, get over here, get over here, oh, did you see that? And that's the video. When I was, uh, when it was free comic book day a couple months ago, I went into my comic book store because I, I had like the one issue I wanted for free comic book day. And I saw mm-hmm. a couple of kids in there looking at stuff, but they were not picking up like superhero comics. They were picking up property tie-ins like, oh man, the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, or there's My Little Pony, or, you know, whatever IDW was publishing at the, that time because it was mostly their stuff. Yeah. And it was only the adults that were looking at Marvel and DC. And I... I mean... Not to get, like, too into comic books, but, like, I feel like that's, like, the systemic problem with comic books now, is that they're just for, like, the hardcore dumbass adult that wants his Batman to be Batman. It's like, uh, with if you look at the new Batman, are they even marketing it to adults correctly, or are they just kind of, like, playing on nostalgia, going, like, hey, you've spent your whole life buying Batman, I hope you'll buy this one, too. Some of them, I think, it's that, especially if you look at the covers when, like, certain villains show up, and I was like, hey, remember this villain? Yeah. You're Bane's on this issue. You're gonna buy this because you really remember Bane. Not that you like him, but you remember him. <laughs> I remember uh, when they had the anniversary of when Robin died, so to celebrate it, they killed Robin again. <laughs> and it's like it. I feel like it was supposed to be more clever, but really, it just sort of shine the spotlight on how dumb the whole thing is. Sure. Then Marvel's doing its Secret Empire horseshit, where they finished it. I'm a mess. I remember. Uh, one of the one of the kids I used to teach, uh, he was way into Lego, and he uh, like every year for his birthday or whatever like gift excuse holiday, he would always ask for a Lego uh, like visual encyclopedia because he just liked reading the books 
about all the characters that there are Lego minifigs of. Like, he, he got into the Star Wars Expanded Universe through a Lego book. Oh, wow. And those books normally, they come with, like, a little, uh, an exclusive minifig, like, attached to the book. Sure. And I remember one year, for Christmas, he got the, the like, comic books one, or the DC Comics one, and it came with an exclusive Flash, and he literally brought the Flash Lego minifig in and gave it to me and said, hey, here you go, Mr. Cameron, uh, I don't really, I don't really like this guy. <laughs> and it's he was funny because the Flash it, it was... <laughs> It was just so funny hearing this from a ten-year-old, you know, of like, oh, the Flash. Yeah, I don't, I don't want this. I literally, I got a free toy. I don't want it. An exclusive collectible. Yeah, you can, you can take that. I love that because I feel like when I was ten, like if someone gave me a free toy, I would just be like, I'll take it. And if I don't like it, then all of my alien figures can just take turns eating it. Well, It'll be when fun. I was ten, I didn't know, I didn't even know who the Flash was. No, it's like I mean, when I was ten, I was, you know. From the, well, obviously the alien figures, but I probably like uh, I was, I was so into like Legos and like I had some like Bloody Roar figures or not Bloody Roar. Um, what was that Sega Genesis game? Uh, fuck, Vertigo. I called it Bloody Roar too. What was it called? Primal Rage. Okay, there we go. I I had toys. Why do we that. both do that? We both remember the name cor- incorrectly, the exact same way. Because life is a simulation and it can't handle all of the data and it fucks up sometimes. Okay. I don't actually believe that, but, but man, sometimes I wonder. <laughs> like, well, how you know, clouds I are mean, fucking weird. Someone was telling me that they know the Earth isn't flat, but they're starting to think that if it was, that would just make things easier. You know what I mean? It's like, hey, you know what? Let's uh, let's just pretend that the easiest option is the real one, and if we all agree on the it, then it doesn't option. matter. Like, if you don't know anything about math or gravity, it's probably the easiest option. Well, yeah. There you go. I suppose that's fair. A lot of people don't know anything about math or gravity. Like, I fucking don't. I know they exist. <laughs> well, are you sure they exist, even? If you don't know anything about them. I mean, I, I've i done enough math to know math exists, and I've dropped shit on my foot a few times, so that has to mean gravity is real. Well, I don't know. I stubbed my toe. That didn't involve dropping, so now I'm scared. Yeah, you can hurt yourself without dropping something on yourself. So what is gravity? Just some more numbers that I can't read. I just get get this out of my White House. I don't need this science. By mm, mm, mm. Google, by Wikipedia, gravity. I wonder what the first sentence is in this. <laughs> okay, bring it up. Gravity or gravitation is a natural phenomenon by which all things with mass are brought towards or gravitate toward one another, including planets, stars, and galaxies, and other physical objects. I feel like the commas in this sentence don't really make sense, but whatever. All right, we learned something today. We did learn something. And this is this is now an educational podcast. I was honestly disappointed it didn't just uh, go to the, the movie called Gravity. <laughs> I, was really, I was really hoping I could just like, read a plot summary of that movie and be like, well, there we go, we learned what Gravity is. It's got that actress in it whose name I can't remember, which has been a really good joke if I could remember it, but... You just, know. I'm kind of tired of idiocracy like becoming true. Yeah, Sandra Bullock—that's her name. We figured it out. I do. I do feel like idiocracy is coming true. Like every time I log on and go on the internet and I see pol- political stuff, like the whole "Where was Obama during Katrina?" He wasn't. He wasn't president. Is this Poe's law hard at work, or are people just this dumb? Can't tell. Well, it's uh, I saw an article where 
it was literally breaking down our next uh, presidential candidates right now. And technically, the most likely ones are Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Arnold Schwarzenegger. Man, I was hoping Kanye West was going to run. I, well, I mean, there's still time. He can change his mind as many times as he wants. Mm-hmm. It's just, I'm, I'm tired of, like, everything looking like it's an Onion article. Yeah, it's really a, really a problem. I hate that every this, time I read a this... headline, I have to second guess <laughs> if it's an Onion article. You have to. Because there's also just, there's a lot of people out there that don't have a sense of humor. And they're like, oh, I'll just do what The Onion does, and I'll just say that it's uh, it's parody. And it's it's like they just write uh, an article full of lies, and it's like, well, no, see, there's a disclaimer at the bottom that it's a joke. Mm-hmm. And there's no actual humor or wit. It's just a stream of uh, them venting, I guess. Yeah, it's uh, a problem. Especially when you like, because I, I, I go to Snopes and PolitiFact a lot, and, I, and half the time they're like fact-checking like really stupid blogs. You know, did so-and-so actually have a rape dungeon? It's like, a fucking course not. But here we are. Well, uh, like we've, you know, and, and real quick, uh, you know, our hearts go out to everybody out in Houston right now. But there's the, uh, there's a headline going around, or at least it's being tweeted, that uh, Trump went to visit a bunch of survivors and said, wow, what a turnout. <laughs> the problem is, is and I believe like, he would say that. Well, everyone believes he would say that. As it turns out, that's not an entirely true story. It's just kind of the, the headline being taken out of context. Sure. But it, 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 at the same time, like not not to defend him because I'm pretty sure he did. It's just you have to read into every single thing. And it's like it's so hard to filter this stuff. And I get that. You get that on both sides, too. I saw some headlining meme thing the other day that Congress just passed a law where police can illegally or legally now go in and invade your home and steal whatever they want as search and seizure. And then it's like, no, that's not true at all. If you read the article, it's about like government property or something that they can go and do that maybe under certain circumstances. Right. And it's just, I mean, I don't, I don't even like the fact that we have like two sides mm-hmm. because it's just kind of turning in this mentality where you have to pick one side and then 100% get into it. So it's like, do you want the white robes and the white mask or do you want the black robes and the black mask? And it's like, okay, we got to reel this back in. Yeah. Maybe I just want to be gray. That's what color my cum is. I I am going to wear blue and I will be the Aqualord Matisma. I'm so glad you just ignored that. I ignore everything. I'm just, I'm monologuing and then your dialogue sometimes, you know, matches up with it when I do the editing. Oh, I, I get so depressed. Now. Let's talk about, uh, I, <coughs> <coughs> I wrote down a bunch of notes that I wanted to talk about. Okay. I, I'm going to read my notes to you right now. Alien stuff. Crossovers. Comics, Mortal Kombat, Mario Kart. Okay, we talk about everything but Mario Kart. I don't know why Mario Kart's on this list. I don't remember writing that. I don't like Mario Kart. Because that doesn't Kart. have anything to do with Alien. It doesn't. I would play I would play an Alien version of Mario Kart, but then I would not like it because it's Mario Kart. I would like it because it's Mario Kart. And that's your opinion for the day. There you go. And the problem is I do like Mario Kart. I also just hate it at the same time. Because I'm not very good at well, it. Well, yeah. 
but it's a party game, so it's I like play Mario people party. who I know are awful at it, and they still beat me because of items. And it's just like, it's kind of like how I play Smash with no items. Because I'm one of those people. It's like, like fight me RRL with no items, bitch. You know, it's obviously it's not going to happen. Like, that's part of the game. I won a Smash Brothers tournament at a GameStop. Oh, yeah? And it had items on. Oh, and it was a very that. controversial decision. <laughs> that would offend me so it was much. It does offend me. It, it, well, it's fine, because it's... I think the intention was to just get people in the store. Sure. And it wasn't like a, oh, this is a tournament. This is, like, serious stuff. Because the people that showed up, too, like, there was one person that you can tell they practice a lot, and then there were, like, 12-year-olds. <laughs> and so I felt really bad beating the 12-year-olds because they didn't know how to grab items midair. Were you the person that practiced a lot? I no, but I mean I wasn't far off. <laughs> it was kind of funny. Like it was me and him. We got to the finals and we had to do like a tiebreaker thing because it was a weird point system. And we're doing this tiebreaker where I'm just I'm grabbing all the pokeballs and just like throwing it at him. And it's like it's turning this weird thing where he was trying to deflect him as Fox, but like I would throw it in a way where it would land just before the ground, so he couldn't actually deflect it. Nice. And he's just not used to it because he never plays with items. Right. And I'm trying to outsmart this guy in front of an audience of 12-year-olds. And it was like, what am I doing here? And then I won a shirt. And it was, that, was, that was pretty fun. Okay, I got two questions for you. First, who are you playing as? Pichu. Okay, so this is Melee. Really, Pichu? This is Melee. Yeah, I love Pichu. He's my, he, he was my Melee main. He hurts himself. Yeah, if you don't get hit, it doesn't even matter. He's so small and quick. Like, I was literally, I was wall jumping, and he could not hit me with anything. And then I'm grabbing items midair and throwing them. Nice. Which the doesn't hurt is, you. you know, it's on only the, the electric attacks. What? What was on the shirt? Uh, Do you remember that old Nintendo slogan, Who Are You? No. Well, go Google image Nintendo Who Are You, and you'll see what the shirt looked like. Nintendo Who Are You. And it's like, and it was, it, it was just dumb commercials where it's like i am samus or i am intergalactic bounty oh. hunter samus oh yeah i know what you're talking about it was a lame campaign because they didn't have a lot of games backing it up at the time it's like why are you advertising this stuff it's you're falling behind the console war here i play i play super smash brothers once a week with my brother like every friday i i get pretty drunk and then we play and um I can't tell if I'm good at that game or not, because I've only ever really played one person. And so, <laughs> we think we're good, because, like, he's definitely better than me, but we, we we do a lot of aerial stuff, and we edge guard pretty well, and all that fun shit. But I feel like, the, you know, it's only going to get you so far, like, if you're playing someone you're not used to. And, you know, if I get too drunk, I'm awful. There was, like, a tournament last weekend. Did you see that guy that plays with the controller upside down? Fuck. Tried to talk and drink at the same time. What? <laughs> there was a guy that played with the controller upside down. It was a GameCube controller. Of course it was. And so he's holding it so that his thumbs were resting on the uh, like the shoulder buttons. And then his fingers were using all the face buttons like a keyboard. So it's like he had input at all times. I can't tell if that's brilliant or stupid. Well, he was the only one doing it and he didn't win. So, so stupid. <laughs> I... Not stupid because he qualified. I feel like it's half brilliant, though. I feel like it's unnecessary because at that point, it's like, is there something wrong with your hands and you can't push the A button and then the B button? Because yeah. I've never had that problem. 
That's really you need weird. two fingers on both buttons, you know? I just don't want my brother to try that so I can actually beat him for once. I'm one of those weird people that I don't have a main in that game. I just, like, I, I just scroll through the characters. Well, yeah, I don't either. I mean, I like to play random. Like, I, if, I, if I had a main, it may be Yoshi. I'm probably the best with Yoshi. But I don't always, I don't always play him because, like, we can play for an hour and a half and I don't play every character I like to play because there's 50-some in, in the new one, the, the Smash 4, which is awesome. Yeah, I always... I... I kind of gravitate back to uh, King Dedede a lot. He's fucking fun. I just, my win rate, I don't think is higher with him. I mean, I'm okay, but... His hammer charge. If I play, if I play Diddles and Kirby, it's gonna be, it's gonna be hammers. Hammers for days. Mm-hmm. It's just satisfying when you hit it just right. Yeah. My brother's really good with the Fire Emblem characters, and it pisses me off. They got the big old swords. Well, I hate uh, Corrin. When they added him, I kind of stopped playing the game. Corrin's a bitch. The problem is, is I suck with Corrin, so I can't be like, Corrin's OP, because I was like, oh, I can't fucking win a game with Corrin. Clearly, I it's a skill. I got my Bayonetta amiibo. Oh, is there a Bayonetta amiibo? There's two of them. There's really? both costumes. And then I there's two cloud costumes, too. I have a $10 gift certificate or gift card to a, a video game store I never go to. And I was like, I'm going to save this in my wallet until there's a Bayonetta Amiibo. So now i got to call them tomorrow well, and be like, do you have a Bayonetta Amiibo I can go buy? Yeah, you missed your chance. That was last month. They're gone. They, fuck, they probably are. Well, I don't know. I mean, dickhole. honestly, I was at Toys R Us last weekend, and they still had them. So. I'm going to give them a call <laughs> They tomorrow. sold out a cloud, though. Of course they did cloud suck with him too but you know he's kind of it, i like what they did with him but it almost feels like he's playing the wrong game a little bit i i, I like that he's different from the other sword characters like first he doesn't have a goddamn counter is nice yeah but um he definitely feels like the odd man out in that game like even some old bayonetta like a, just personality or aesthetically fits better than cloud which well, is she, weird. See, Bayonetta goes back into that thing with Alien, where there's a there's a certain amount of fun that's tied into style. Yes. Where it's it's like you could almost take her seriously, but then she pokes fun at herself in an over the top way. And so you know, having her show up and then like, <laughs> I, I I love the screenshot of Kirby wearing the Bayonetta hair. And she's just like sitting next to him, like smiling, and it's just like, oh, she's a, she's a good sport. I like Bayonetta. She's she's nice. Yeah, man. I almost feel like we could talk about like Prometheus for an hour, but we're at fifty six minutes. I'm wondering if we want to try and well, wrap this up in a little bit, or if we want to hit something else real quick. Well, let me see. Did you have anything else you wanted to mention? Uh, not really. Check out my oh, comic you know what we should talk about comic stash. <laughs> We could, uh, oh yeah, make sure you watch Comic Stash with your eyes, not your ears. It's a podcast. Your iPods. I think the audio is going to be better this week. I found a program, which you should actually check out for this, this show. I'll talk about it after the fact. Yeah, I won't take offense to that. Thank you. I actually I did not listen to our first episodes. I have no idea how the <laughs> audio turned out. I'm just saying, apparently it makes your life a lot easier. Okay, well yeah, we'll talk about that. Um... But I wanted to say, and then I forgot it, I was just... Oh, okay, I know what we could talk about for five minutes was uh, Comedy Night. Oh, 
Yeah, that's probably five minutes of discussion. I, there could be a lot more discussion there, but... I, well, yeah, but you only played it for away. five minutes. It's... <laughs> uh, so anyone that doesn't know, there's a game you can buy right now called Comedy Night. Game when I say quotes. game, I mean chat room. Yes. Because it's literally... It's like a nightclub, and there's a microphone, and you can just... You can stand up at the mic and tell jokes. And the idea is that that's what happens. What actually happens <laughs> is a <laughs> social experiment... Where people will screech into the microphones or just yell obscenities. Or racial stories. And it's it's very... Uh, sometimes people bring in characters, like... I mean, Hitler showed up a couple times yesterday. Yeah, we got Hitler, but once it was Gilbert Gottfried. And it was a guy doing a very bad impersonation and just sort of repeating Gilbert Gottfried jokes. And it was weird because he, no one was encouraging him at all. No one laughed. No one ever, like, said, hey, Gilbert, get back on stage. No one ever once said, yeah, you're doing great. He would just sort of interrupt everyone else's shows and just go up there and go, hey, I have a voice. I I, I went to the see your mom, and she was ugly. And then he would you're sit like down again. Three octaves too low to be a Gilbert there, but I appreciate it. It was just, well, it's the end, and I wasn't trying to do that. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's so... I don't know. I, I, I don't such know a... what people get out of that game. Like, I didn't even have my microphone plugged in when I was playing. I'm just like, I'm here to listen and and see what this is about. And then you got people going up who are just like, if I say the N-word 30 times in a row, I've done my job. And it's like, but that's not <laughs> that's not a joke. I, if you're trolling people, only white people are playing this stupid abomination of a game. So you're, you're not really offending anybody that other than, you know, good taste. Like, what are you getting out of this? Well, I remember uh, I I convinced you to play it. You did. And you logged in, and you got in a room, and, like, after 30 seconds, you messaged me that you lost faith in humanity. Yeah, pretty But then much. 30 seconds after that, you, <laughs> 30 seconds after that, you said, but I'm going to keep listening. And it's just, it's fascinating. Like a it really car is. crash or something. It's like unfiltered audio fortune, but less clever. And it's just so, like, what's the point? Like, I'll get into rooms. <laughs> there's there's moderation tools. Like, you can kick people if you're in charge of a room. But sometimes I'll get into a room where someone's on mic and they're just screeching. Like, they, they have a feedback system going or something where it's just a mm -hmm. constant loud noise. And they're just standing there. And it'll go on for five straight minutes. And it becomes this weird kind of like, oh, is this art? Am I... Am I being enlightened now because I've, you know, learned to accept this as my life? I don't want to call it art, but it, it, it is that. Like, you're just like, okay, like, five minutes, I'm like, this is this is so stupid. Why am I still here? And then, like, 20 minutes later, I'm still here listening to people just scream at each other or go, please don't kick me. I actually have material. Then they're gone. Then they come back, like, two minutes later, and they actually don't have material. They just want to be on stage. My... <laughs> My favorite time, there was a <laughs> there was one person on stage, and this was I'm gonna I'm gonna quote them like this is exactly what they sounded like. Somebody once told me the world was gonna roll me. <laughs> I ain't the sharpest tool in the shed, and he's doing the entire song like this. 
Oh my god. And someone in the audience was yelling at the top of his lungs, No! No! What are you doing? No! Get down! Why are you doing this to us? No! No! Stop! No! Who are you? Who told you to do this? Why am I alone? And he's... The whole time, while that's going on, I ain't the sharpest tool in the shed. (laughs) And I... It put me in tears. (laughs) Like, it was so... I don't know if it was coordinated, or if that guy was just working off of it but it was the funniest thing i've ever heard in my life i feel like the because funniest it was so thing, organic I, I, I feel like the funniest things i heard last night the first one was this clearly a 10 year old gets up on stage and he goes yes yeah, so i pushed my mom down the stairs because she wouldn't give me another capri son and i was like <laughs> and i was like okay i'm invested in this this is gonna go somewhere and then five seconds later he's just screaming the n-word at someone in the audience and it's like no you almost had me <laughs> i so I, I just want to recommend everyone out there like look up some youtube videos of comedy night the game's like because those are like just go buy it Take a look. Well, it's a I mean, if you look up the YouTube videos, they're at least edited and already, like, you know, curated for your enjoyment. Sure. But if you're really brave, yeah, it's four bucks. Just buy it. The The other funny thing was someone got up on the stage and goes, what's the difference between a black owl and a white owl? And you go, colors. And, like, for some <laughs> reason, I fucking lost it at that. Because he made some dumb racist joke, because they're all fucking racist jokes in this game. Oh, you know, I, my favorite one, I got up on stage, and I said, what did the Twitch streamer say to get attention? And the punchline is anything. But before I could say the punchline, somebody else got up on stage with me and spoiled the punchline, and it got back down. So then I just I pushed the button to make my character look sad, and I just stood up there in silence, looking down at my own feet. <laughs> it, it was just... I, I mean, and people started laughing at that. Like, it looked genuinely sad. That my dumb joke got ruined. And no one else was telling jokes. So it was like the best thing all night. I, and I really feel like that's the thing. Where like it's so much like people trying to troll each other. When there's even just a half-assed joke. Like it's really funny. Because it's this reprieve from everyone being awful. <laughs> oh man. I think I'm going to play when we're done recording. I'm, I'm up for jumping on for like 10 minutes. But there's really only that's so it. much of I this mean... I can take. Before I'm just like oh man. I kind of want to. And that's it. Yeah. Okay, so let's uh let's wrap things up, I guess. Uh, okay. Um. So as always, I want to close out with Glad Space, where we talk about something nice. Uh, Chad, did you want to go first this time? Oh, I forgot about this. I wish I had some. Uh, I forgot to introduce you, everybody at home. This is my friend Chad. <laughs> Hi, everyone. And I'm Cameron. An hour and four minutes in. Um. Uh, something I'm glad about. The new Bulbaflex album is really good. If you like, like, kind of not super heavy metal, but metal music, you should check out their new album or just that band in general. I've been, in, I've been listening to it every day since it came out, like last week. And two thumbs up. Called Eloquent Demons. I, I want to recommend Magic: The Gathering. <laughs> good night. Good night, everyone. <laughs>